no better way to get better at football than playing football. So, like, you know. Taylor's going to finish it! I've always been confident in my abilities. I think, you know, I'm a guy that can go out there and I always believe in myself that I'm going to get open and, and make the play if they throw me the ball. The third. Right, end zone shot for Pierce. He caught it! Oh, what a Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Colts cast. We are here to talk about everything and anything Indianapolis Colts. My name is Eric Smith, co-host of the Colts cast. Alongside me, as always, I have co-host Jamal Lawrence here. Yo, 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 Colts Nation, what's up? Yo, some of y'all were asking about the new swag. I'm starting to, I, I got the new office set up. Mm. It's all coming together. It, it'll it take some time, but, you know, if you're on YouTube right now, you can see that, that the, the background has changed a little. But I, I just want to say, to start out with, I really appreciate the kind words from everyone who supported us. Uh, it really feels good that we're bringing great content to you all. So thank you, Colts Nation, for the kind words. Absolutely. Really appreciate it. Now let's talk Colts. Shane Steichen has wasted no time in pursuing his coaching staff in his new role. Jim Bob Cooter. Jim Bob Cooter, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone is walling about his name. <laughs> Gotta love it. I'm sure he's embraced that by now. Uh, Former passing game coordinator for the Jacksonville Jaguars in 2022. Consultant in 2021 for the Eagles. Running back coach for the the Jets. Offensive coordinator for the Lions in 2016 and 2018. The list goes on and on. He's got some experience. uh, A substantial amount, I would say, on the offensive side of the ball. Jamal, how are we feeling about this hire? You know, I'm feeling... Overall, pretty good about the hire, and 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 I'm glad to see that uh, Shane has kind of started to get the wheels moving early. Um, because I wanted to bring up a quick quote for you, Eric. This comes from a great coach by the name of you may have heard of him once or twice in your life, Bill Parcells. Ring a bell? Yeah, nah, think so. Not at no? all. No. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you can just look him up. He's in the top ah. ten greatest coaches of all time. But you know, <laughs> for those of y'all who don't know, but no, he actually had an interesting quote, and I and I like. When I like when I see quotes like this because it kind of ties into what's going on right now for us. The quote is, they want you to cook dinner. At least they should let you shop for the groceries. Mm. They want you to cook dinner. At least they should let you shop for the groceries. Talk Let's think about them. that for a second. Nah, talk to them. Hey, so my man, so you, y'all know, all of Colts Nation, y'all know all I have talked about day in and day out is how, as how Jim has kept his hands in the pot for too long. I won't go out on a limb here and say that Bill Partels is probably talking about, you know who I'm going to mention, Eric. Who's that owner down in Dallas? Who's that? You know who I'm talking about. That Jerry, old guy, Jerry, Jerry Jones. <laughs> That's who they was talking about with that. And, you know, I talked about it all, all season long. Jim Irsay is starting to get into that Jerry Jones style where he always has to have his hand in the pot. So I really like that this quote is starting to resonate with me based off what we're seeing with, with Shane. And you, you may ask, well, why? He's only he's only done one thing since he's been here. Well, you know what? I still feel the exact same way about Chris Ballard as I've always felt, and all y'all should know that by now. But what I like is I feel that now that his back against the wall, he's done a little bit of turn of the ties. He convinced, I would like to say that he convinced Jim Mercer to go after Shane Sykin. Shane said in his press conference, you know, next couple of days he's going to start having these conversations with these coaches. My man wasted no time. First thing he does is go out and get Jim Bob Cooter. And kind of like you went through his resume, Lions, he was an OC, Jets running back coach, Eagles consultant, the Jags, uh, he was their passing game coordinator. These are all good things I like to see. You know, the offensive coordinator role typically for us is going to include play calling. Shane made it pretty clear that he's going to be the play caller. Um, 
And I want to mention too, I forgot to tell you um, that uh, well, I'll get to that part and talk about the Colts, uh, but Shane already said he's going to be the play caller. So that's, that's sealed out the box for us. So you ask yourself, what will Jim Bob do for us? He's going to be Steichen's right hand, man. He's going to, I think he's going to come up with game plans, schemes, help with the playbooks, the roster. We already know he's going to be a consultant, for, uh, another consultant for him. He's going to be the one breaking down this film for the offensive coaches. He's going to take this with take this role and run with it. It's not always about being that play caller when you are the offensive coordinator. So I think this is a primetime spot, and especially as a rookie head coach, I would like to think of our rookie head coach. I would want the rings too to to make it all like me. If this is my deal, I want to do I want to do what's most important. That is going to be the play calling. But you have somebody in your back pocket who's been around the block a few times. Now we go back to him being the Lions OC. Of course, you know what well, he was there um, during the time when, when Matt Stafford was there. I think it's 2016, 2017 season. He did they did really well, but he ended up leaving, of course, because Matt Patricia came over in 2018, big defensive mind, and they just weren't working on the same thing. So he kind of scooted out of there with the Jets. He only had a one year tenure with them. With the Eagles, though, it consulted in 2021, and I like that. You may ask why it's only one year, etc., because he was around a lot of playmakers. He was a lot of around a lot of hungry coaches. I know a lot of Colts fans feel a certain way about Sirianni, especially after all his this is for Frank Jazz and hoopla that he did at the the Eagles and Colts game that they barely won. Um, neither here nor there. But you know, you, he he's been he's been around success with with the with some of these squads, uh, especially like I said with the Eagles. He he's seen the ins and outs of kind of what their day to day looks like. And then you look at what he's done in Jacksonville, and of course I know he hasn't had he didn't have all the reins with Trevor Lawrence. But he he was the passing game coordinator. I mean, he helped with game planning and the scheming. Um, so I'm not going to give him full credit to say that he took Trevor Lawrence under his wing because there is a quarterback's coach who did that. But I say that because he's been around some pretty good minds in football. So I kind of like that we're going to have him come in and be the right-hand man and kind of Steichen's backup guy that whenever he, he may not feel too hot about something, I'm sure he's going to go directly to him. Or... He's going to be the person who is he's just always in his ear saying, hey, this is what we can baby improve on. Here's some coaches that I know. Here's some players that development that is going better than what other because we know as the head coach, you already have your hands full. I mean, Sykin can't do it all. He, he really can't. And and I, I embrace the fact that he wants to do it all as a rookie head coach because I'm sure he knows that it's a lot. But the reality of it is, is he can't be the one stop shop. He has to have someone in his corner. And I think he's picking someone who he can trust in his corner, and that and that would be Jim Bob. Yeah, I would I would have to say I like this hire too. Uh, he's had experience as OC in the past. We like that. Steichen will be calling the plays. That's fine. Cooter's still going to do a lot, like you said, play design, the game strategy, you know, preparations, things like that. Help us fix our O line, maybe. Yeah, you know? yeah. That that that's going to be really important. Um, you know, maybe a different protection plan protection scheme, things like that for that, that fits our offense better, you know, calling audibles, things like that, you know, questions that need answers. Mm-hmm. So, but I feel yep. like in Jacksonville, I mean, you're talking about Trevor Lawrence. I, I feel like Trevor Lawrence gets a lot of credit for taking that next step up in his second year. And he did. I mean, he played like the number one overall pick. He should have been, uh, he, he looked phenomenal. Like <laughs> kind of wish we had that guy, but God, I, me too. Yeah, he, he looked like that guy this past season. I mean, it's crazy what a good coach can do to your franchise. Doug Peterson, Press Taylor, Jim Bob Cooter, and that whole offensive staff should feel great about what they did for that offense last year. Got to the divisional round. 
I mean, that's something that's something we've been salivating for. Oh yeah. Great scheme and design just unlock that potential. That that's what I really feel like because in Jacksonville, I, I do think they used a lot of 12 personnel against us and just in general. Uh, you know, threat of that passing game with talented pass catching tight ends like Evan Ingram out there, you know, but also the running game since they have bigger bo- bodies to block. You know, 12 personnel, you got two tight ends, one running back. And it, keep, it keeps the defenses on their toes. It, the, their versatility, uh, you don't know what's coming next, especially with the, with, with the really good, you know, players on your offense. I say all this with the hope of Jim Bob Cooter designing some packages where we can have two tight end sets. I think we've talked about that before on previous episodes, like how we would like to see more Jelani Woods, uh, maybe with Mo Ali Cox on the, the 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 other side of the line, maybe some Colin Granson, add some spice to the offense, give Andrew Ogletree a chance. I, w- I would love to see it. See it. I, I think our running game would benefit from it, but you know, we'll see what Shane Steichen wants to do he's probably going to employ a variety of packages down there that's how they were in philly pretty diverse um and then like i i I think the real question is like what what can he do with our future quarterback that i hope we're drafting um i think we we put out a trade scenario for (laughs) lamar jackson uh what was it yesterday yeah that that got a lot of engagement a a lot. lot of comments yeah I, I just want to say, guys, we got to be open-minded. You, you can have an opinion, you can have a strong opinion, but like you shouldn't be coming at your fellow fans just because they they want a player or they don't. So we we were looking over that. Um, that it, it was pretty dead even. I think most yeah. were no. You know, rather take the rookie quarterback. You know, I I, I would venture to say that I'm okay with that too. But anyway, just, you know, like you said, he's worked with Peyton Manning, Matthew Stafford, Jalen Hurts, Trevor Lawrence. But, but, let's be honest here. But. Let's be honest here. Come on, Jamal. Peyton Manning was Peyton Manning before Jim Bob Cooter got there. Yes, sir. So, all right. So, I'm I'm not going to give him any of that. Um, he, he He was an offensive assistant in Denver when Peyton had that MVP year. But. They got stomped out by the Seahawks in the Super Bowl. Y'all remember that Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, Matthew Stafford, I'll give him that one. He did have – he was OC then. Matthew Stafford was – he was having good years then. I think even Calvin Johnson was gone, and Stafford was still performing well. So they, they were productive then. I'll give him Detroit. Trevor Lawrence, he was only there for one year as a passing game coordinator. You know, how much success do we give credit to Cooter is debatable here. Um you know, I'm sure he helped out, but there's just a lot of hands in that pot that 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 make the that make the gears move. So I still think it's a good hire. Don't get me wrong; it's just not a slam dunk to me. Um, it's it's a good situation for the next QB, nonetheless. Uh, he's got the experience, so I'm happy. And <laughs> you know, I, I I don't like hiring coaches, coaching staff <laughs> with no experience. I think yeah. we we ran through that this past season, but. It you know Brian Johnson, the QB coach for the Eagles, I really wanted, uh, but so did everyone else because he got multiple OC interviews. But I think he's going to stay with the Eagles and just replace Shane Steichen there. So, yeah, yeah, no man, I, you spelled that out perfectly, and and I like I kind of like what you did there when you talked about the highlights there because it in reality, what it sounded like to me was he was in the right place at the right time for each pretty much each team he was at. Um, which, which, you know, good, good for him. That that's what you, you know, as, as a coach, that's what you want in your career. You want to be at the right place at the right time because that's how you get success. 
So I do think it'll be very interesting to see how he can come in and implement some of the things he's learned for some of these coaches into this Colts offense. Uh, because looking at it holistically speaking, I mean, we don't expect a big turnaround year one. I, at least I don't. Um, and and I would think it'll be fair. Some, to- some fans really think like we can just. I mean, we draft <laughs> some players, get the right coaching staff in, and, and we're playoff contenders this year. I don't know. Well, you know what, man? I, I don't know either. It, it scares me when people jump the gun that much. I do think we have the potential because we had the potential last – or not this last season, but the season before last. But there, there's always just these small little plagues that come around injuries playing away games in Jacksonville. These small little things that matter. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they they just seem to plague us. Um, but Curse. you know, it's so funny you mentioned that because I was watching I was watching um uh TV today and across the bottom of the ticker, you know what came up? It said Super Bowl odds for this for this upcoming year. Hmm. I was watching the team scroll across. Started at number 1 for the yeah. for the odds maybe plus plus 200, plus 300. And I'm like, "All right, let's see what the Colts are." I'm watching I'm watching. I'm like, oh, look at that. 15 there are 14. There we go. No, Denver Broncos. I said, oh, look at that. They got a new coach. They think the Denver Broncos are going to elevate to number 15, number 14 spot. Sean Payton. After Sean, Sean Payton. Payton gets there, he still has to control Russell Wilson. I said, there ain't no way. Ain't no way Colts are number 15 or 16 or 17. So I'm just watching. I'm watching. Dog. Guess what the Colts were? 28. 30th. No way. Only to be followed behind the Cardinals and the Texans. So you can see right now, yeah, plus 10,000, plus 10,000 to win Super Bowl. Now, do Ooh. I think the culture of Super Bowl championship team caliber team? No, not right now. However, I just I just find it so interesting and funny that we have a rookie head coach and Shane Sykin just played in the Super Bowl. He has some, you know, has some uh have some prestige to his name now. But we look at a team like the Broncos who had arguably just as bad an offense as us, if not worse, they pick up Sean Payton and they think that Sean's going to flip this from, from zero to a hundred. So I just found that very interesting. Plus oh. 10,000. If they can flick Russell Wilson back to the most efficient quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. If maybe. Yeah. But plus 10,000 odds. Where can you find that at? DraftKings. DraftKings, our sponsor DraftKings. NBA fans, it's time to bring hoops action back to the palm of your hands. With DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook Sportsbook app today, opt in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. And if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. So, can't really same-game parlay these Super Bowl odds. Mm Mm-mm. But plus 10,000, I mean, sprinkle a little change on there. 32 NFL teams, anything can happen, right? Any, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Especially, I'm going to tell you why anything can happen. Because we just took another load off for our team. Chris Strouser is officially gone. Those you may be asking who Chris Strouser is, you may be wondering, because a lot of people are wondering, because the O-line wasn't there all this season either. So you may not know who he is. But in case you're wondering, he was our offensive line coach. Guess where he is? Bye-bye. Division rivals, Houston Texans. Can't bet on that. Can't bet on that. NBA action. Download the app now and sign up with code TPPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code TPPN. 
Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. Looks like you already want to talk about Christian. Yeah, Johnson. sorry, I was still in your thunder there, man. Are I got we? too excited. Houston <laughs> Texans took him. Hmm. Yeah. It, it seems like once you're established in the NFL, like if you get fired, unless you're just absolutely horrible, or I, I mean, he didn't even get fired. It just seems like you can make a lateral move wherever. Like Thirty-three it, years. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't seem like you'll be out of a job as long as you've gotten established, like you've done something, you've got experience, you, you'll find a job somewhere. So it, I thought that was interesting that he's going to a divisional rival. Yeah, usually, you know, we don't like to give up divisional play. You know, a lot of times you see players get traded. We don't want to give them up to the division. But, you know, uh, someone like Chris Strouser, he can he can go to division rival. He can stink it up for the Texans. Um, and I'm not going to say that it's all his fault. But, you know, as the as the coach of the position, you got to take blame, especially when your players aren't performing, when you have a the highest paid guard in the league, a great first round draft pick in, in, a, in a center. Um, and and you couldn't figure out for the rest of the linemen. You know, we, we take a look here. Uh, just to just to make fun of the Colts plus ten thousand odds, I wrote my I wrote here that he had a ten thousand percent chance of uh, a negative ten thousand percent chance of remaining in Indy this year, or a positive ten thousand chance, whatever however you want to slice it. I guess the way wow. to make it negative, yeah, he wasn't going to stay in Indy. Um, kind of reviewing back on sacks for us. Twenty eighteen, we allowed eighteen. Twenty nineteen, we allowed thirty two. Twenty twenty, drop back down to twenty one. Twenty twenty one, we allowed thirty two, and then twenty twenty two, we allowed sixty. PFF. Pro Football Focus had us coming in at the number 10 ranked O-line coming into the 2022 season. Boy, was that a mistake. I can understand why they would have said that based off what we did in 2021. But man, straight shambles. We felt the loss of every quarter. We haven't been the same since Costanzo left. Once he was gone, it started going downhill, and it's only trickled to go down even more. And, and of course, I know that we had Raymond come in this year, you know, the Matt Pryor deal, Fries. We had everybody under the sun get a chance to play offensive line, except for me and you, Eric. But um, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's a few names who have been ringing some bells here for the Colts, who could possibly be coming in. Um, of course, I would expect Shane Steichen to want to keep it home. But Chris Strouser, I'm kind of, I'm kind of glad he's gone. Uh, nothing against him, but everything against him. I like to see fresh. <laughs> like at this point, we got to see something fresh. I'm so tired of seeing the same, the same names. Cycle through, or just retaining people who, who haven't who haven't been able to perform at that position level, just because again I know the players are the ones who are out there, uh, and but your job is the coach is to motivate them and to put the best person forward, and if you can't get the best person forward, then you're not the man for the job. Yeah, they really. I mean, he he had a thought. Matt Pryor was the one, right? Right. So oh, to rod him. Pryor got out? yeah, got so many chances. Yeah. I mean, they were just playing offensive line shuffle at that mm -hmm. point. But, yeah, Chris Strouser's out. Um, we'll see who comes in. I, I think there is a lead candidate. Uh, yeah, Roy Espen, yeah, from the Eagles. Yeah. I think he he is the one. You know, I'm not going to go into too much detail with him just because he hasn't been confirmed yet, so I don't want to, you know, go down a huge rabbit hole. But, I mean, besides his three-year stint in Philly from 19 to 22, you know, he spent 30 years in the college game. So he has a lot of experience in, in the college level. Which developmental purposes, I do think that's beneficial because you're getting players from every single walk of life to come in there uh, and you're having to fine tune them to make them better to try to get them to the next level. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss more about someone, either him or whoever gets it once that hire is made known. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Bubba Ventrone. 
Mm. We haven't even touched on him. Oh, yeah. Bye-bye, special teams coordinator. <laughs> yeah. Went to Cleveland, to the Cleveland Browns. So, you know, we may see him again in the playoffs or something. Uh, I I felt like this was coming. Like, this wasn't a big surprise to me. He got passed up for the interim head coach, which I, I wouldn't be satisfied either. Yeah, Jeff mm-hmm. Saturday come in. And he was your boss from 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 that point forward. Yeah, maybe he's getting more money in Cleveland. Who knows? I but, know what it is. Well, what is it? He's getting the O line job, and he's going to get assistant head coach job. That is so true. He's, he's getting his chance Something, to shine is, a little bit. That is a better title. So he's getting a better title, most likely more money. Um, he was a great special teams coordinator. I I can't lie, but. You know, like we lost our kicker week one, brought in Chase McLaughlin, and he 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 turned it up for us. Like he he had a pretty good year. Lost Rigoberto Sanchez, our punter. Matt Hawk still don't think he's a great punter, but we got it done. Oh yeah, on special teams before the season started. Like he Rigoberto Sanchez running gassers and and tore tore his Achilles. That yeah. sucks, but he still got it done. But like you just said five minutes ago, Jamal, got to start fresh, right? Got to, it you know, it, even he, the the impact of the special teams. It it seems like it wasn't felt in our win loss record. You know, we had one of the better special teams units, four twelve and one. Mm-hmm. Seems like that you know has has very little impact in my opinion. I I don't want to say that in in a negative way, but our real issues were on the offensive side of the ball, the offensive side of the coaching staff. I mean, the head coach itself, it, the list goes on, but Bubba Ventrone will be missed. Um, I, I really appreciate what he did here in Indianapolis. And I, I hope he succeeds over there in Cleveland. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm just going to touch exactly on what you said. I hate to see him leave, but I completely understand it. I think it was pretty clear that there was no guarantee we would have kept them anyway. Um, but you know, Rich Goslin, 50 years of coverage, NFL coverage, Hall of Fame voter. I was looking at his website. He had us ranked eighth overall last season for special teams. Eighth overall. It's freaking phenomenal. And in case people forgot, we did lead the league in kickoff returns at 27.8 yards a return. The league average was 22.85. That's five extra yards. And I know that doesn't seem like a lot, but guys, five extra yards when you are need to get in field goal range. At the end of the game, when you got a little time left, that five yards is a make or break. And like you said, Eric, it sucks that it couldn't translate and transition over into the offense because offense was so bad. Yeah. Um, even even if they would have gotten takeaways, like, yeah. what would we have done with that? Oh, exactly. Sit sit Three right there. Three and out <laughs> easily. Yep. So <laughs> I think it's safe to say that it was probably pretty mutual. You know, I'm sure Bubba wanted to go ahead and take his take his talent elsewhere. Um, and and good for him. You know, I uh, I like to see someone who helped us a lot, helped us a lot, go on and do bigger and better things. Um, so I'm I'm excited for him, but it does stink to have him go. But it's what it is. Yep. Then we then we brought in Tom Manning, tight ends yeah. coach. Yeah, former tight ends coach. Yeah, well, he's a coach for us back in 2018. Yeah, he, uh, he led Eric Ebron to his career high 13 receiving touchdowns that year. I know that's a name that people probably forgot about. What he Ooh. he left us and went to the Steelers, right? I think it was. He scooted on out, but Ebron was a dog when he, when we had him. I, I liked so, him. So Jelani Woods, hey, that's what I like to hear. So I like to hear because <laughs> Jelani's just just a lot bigger than Eric Ebron, just a lot bit. 
<laughs> so <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jim Bob Cooter, I will say one negative I did see about him. Like I I'm I'm happy he came from the passing game. And that's where most of the experience is. You know, I said he was the running backs coach for the Jets. Yeah. Well, I started looking into when he was OC of the Lions and how good their rushing attack was. Yikes. Bottom half ranked rushing offense all three seasons he was there, and two of them were in the bottom, like, three teams. So, like, 30th, 31st, 32nd. Ooh. So I I would like Cooter not to mess up our rushing game somehow. <laughs> you know, that's been the Colts claim to fame for some time now. Uh, but I, I did want to mention that. I that that was some time ago. Uh but People don't forget. Yeah. And I, I had to do my research on on Jim Bob Cooter. I had to see what he's gonna bring to the table and the rushing game. I I I want him to at least leave it be like it, it needs to stay as good as it was so we'll see yeah i'm glad you brought that up man because i did not know that and that's I, I like to know those negative stats and i want all of colts nations who's listened to to know those negative stats because we don't want to just get on here and glorify everybody we don't want everyone to seem yeah. like they're god's greatest gift to this earth because that's not the truth that's not the truth so i i'm glad you said that because i don't want his hands near jt <laughs> part of the, are the running playbook no well way. i mean he's gotta be he's gonna be yeah, orchestrating the offense you can give him extent. a massage and that's about it oh, i don't goodness. want him doing anything else our offensive coordinator jim bob cooter yeah um <laughs> you know who else left that we forgot to mention oh, who's that you remember this guy named parks fraser hmm. sounds familiar <laughs> picked up by frank wright he's their passing game coordinator now down for the panthers now yeah yeah oh. some changes it's gonna be exciting to see. I mean, I'm not mad about that one. You know, we, we saw know, that. I don't think anybody. I don't think was shutting the tear over that one. But <laughs> you know, good luck to Parks Fraser. I mean, yeah, he got sure. his time to call plays here in Indianapolis for in sure. a bad situation. He didn't make it better, but you know, he he got that experience. And Frank Wright really likes him. We'll see what he does over there. Yeah, with Carolina because they their passing game is abysmal. Uh, at least it was last year. So we'll see. I just always feel like when you're in a position like how he was for us, man, listen, you just got to you gotta make mistakes and ask for forgiveness later. You know what I'm saying? Don't play conservative. Don't play it safe. Hey, just go crazy and then be like, hey, I'm sorry, Jim, but I was just trying to win the game. You hey, honestly, say, All right, look, no, we're, we're at the number four pick. Exactly. Yo, whatever they did, they did it right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> Yo, they right. That they lost to, to the Texans at home. Like, I love it. Like, this, My this, man, this, Lovey still trying to lose. And they was like, nah, we got you, dog. We're going to lose it. A Bears <laughs> legend. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so we're at the number four pick. Guess what, guys? Look, we're going to talk some draft. Some NFL draft. Maybe some QB. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see in a few days, guys. It's going to be a really good episode. And I hope you guys tuned in or will tune in. And I hope you guys really like this episode. But that's going to be it for us, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Colts cast. We're live on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, any platforms to listen to podcasts. We'll be back in a few days to give you some more Indianapolis Colts content. Y'all take care. Yeah, take care. Enjoy the weekend.